Welcome to We Heard About Pluto, a Psych Rewatch podcast. I am your host, Regs, joined with my other two hosts, JP and George. Hello. You know that's right. Nice. <laughs> so Perfect nailed, intro. Nailed the intros. Yes, we got through. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, the title really says it all. We're, uh, we're, we're rewatching Psychs, some of our favorite shows. One of my one, of, I think one. It's it's up there for all of us in terms of our favorite shows. But you know, it has been off the air for quite some time. So the fact that we're recommitting to doing a a rewatch podcast on this, I hope you join us for the ride if you've never seen it before, or if you just uh, love the show and just need some more of it. I mean, it's we're we're looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, oh, yeah. I can already tell you, I based on just watching this episode, the first episode. Uh, in, in our household, we were immediately pissed that we're going to be doing this week <laughs> by week because I just want to watch them all again. I, right. It's such a good show. It's so good. It, it's rare that a show has such a good pilot. Yeah, it was like slipping on a warm robe. Like, it just felt <laughs> mm-hmm. so good to be back in it. Mm-hmm. The warmest of robes. I loved it, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since I've watched the the pilot. And, I mean, we'll get into, we'll get into the plot and everything, but just... Re- Overall, and I know most people that are going to be listening to this have have seen the show before. I, I someone watching this for the first time along with us, you know, I don't. I, I think it's going to be more fans. So, but just overall, how how much the characters stay the same throughout? Well, from watching this pilot episode to just you know what I, what else we know about the show, just the. The consistency there and where they started at, I love it. I just couldn't get enough of it. Yeah, I was really shocked at how established the characters felt right away. Right. Um, Even stuff like with Gus with the blood um, and him freaking out when they get to the the cabin and, like, seeing the blood. It really – I was like, this is something that – never it never really goes past that point but they had it established like it never flanderizes out of control but that he had these quirks and he's nailing them so perfectly right away Dulé hill it it, it, you know there's there's there are very few pilots that nail it as well that hit all the beats most of the characters are almost where they're gonna be two three seasons from now we got our first pineapple. We got our first uh, Dulé yes. Hill screaming and running. Um, <laughs> it, it just absolutely, like, I was so impressed with what we saw in this first episode is what we're going to get for the entire show, barring a couple of things, which we'll get into. But right. um, they just, they knew what it was going to be. And I didn't realize it and I because the character ends up changing a little bit from the pilot, but... Uh, James Rodé Rodriguez, uh, who is the the who is our our main character, he just has this character down right away, almost immediately. Like there's there are, and I think I know what you're alluding to when you say it changes a little bit from the pilot, mm-hmm. but we'll we'll get into that. But I he, he is he he nails it. Like they all like across the board, just it it does. Like George, you put it well. Like it feels like it's so well established already. Like it could have been running like five. Se- this could be five seasons in. Yeah, and we wouldn't. Oh, know absolutely. The and the, the chemistry between uh, 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 the two main characters is immediate, and it's electric. And they just—it's no surprise. They—they they are apparently best friends in real life, but you can see the two of them on screen, and it's just like they're really funny. They really yeah. get each other. They really <laughs> like each other. Yeah, that first, that very first scene that they have when he comes in and he like figure like he sees that he's playing video games instead of working. Like it's. Mm-hmm. What a perfect it, what, summation of their relationship to have immediately. Isn't it Solitaire 2 that he's playing? I thought I he was playing Space Invaders. Yeah, I, I think thought. so, because he has the spaceboard in WASD. Is how he knows. Oh, that's right. So. Yes. I watched this um, the pilot a little under the influence, so there, <laughs> I took some really spotty notes here. So we'll, we'll see how that goes in terms of the, <laughs> the recap. But I thought we could start, since this is our first episode, how we, before we get into the actual plot, but like how we came to love Psych. Where do we find it? Why do we love it? And how we love it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Who, you want to go first? I, no, I'm, I'm going to kick it to you guys first. Since, uh, 
I'll, I'll go with uh, George. All right, I'll, I'll jump in then. Um, I will say that Psych is not the only USA Network show that I'm a fan of. I, Ooh, a yes, Monk fan? I, I like Monk, although I did come to that late. But growing up, you know, I had a, an older brother who I thought was so cool, and he liked all these USA shows like Burn Notice <laughs> and, uh, and White Collar. And, um, <laughs> and, oh, and big and USA fan. Sure, yeah. Royal Pains <laughs> was in there. Uh, so your brother liked characters. Oh, yeah. Characters were welcome in the Heffler household. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I just sort of like glomped onto that started watching but psych was definitely the one that really stood out to me as sort of hitting the like perfect sweet spot of the procedural formula plus the comedy um you know there is some of that in burn notice and i think that they do a pretty good job you know bruce campbell kind of serves as the comedy uh fulcrum there but what he's a serious actor (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I know it's a huge surprise but um, in this there's just such a beautiful chemistry to the entire cast that I think really just makes you feel good when you're watching it and for that reason this was always one of my big hangover shows was you know this would play on USA constantly on a loop and so college days you'd wake up noon on a Sunday and you just sit on the couch and watch Psych all damn day and I'll be damned if those weren't amazing days that I had there and uh, you know they just made you feel good and they made me feel good and that's how and why and when I love it Riggs. That sounds, I mean that sounds ideal. If I I wasn't old I would still do that shit like that's, that's exactly it's great for that. Yeah. I came about it a similar way too, and it, it, you're you hit the nail on the head with the Hangover show because I'm pretty sure that's how I started watching it. I came for, I used to um, back in the day worked in the restaurant industry, and a lot of times we'd work you know nights, so I'd have the mornings free, and I would get up you know around that same time after uh, you know some some late nights, and yeah, it was just playing on a loop on um, <laughs> on USA, so that would be I. I think I stumbled upon it by accident. And that's one of the reasons why I think I like, I mean, I love the show just because of the content. It's a great show. It's, you know, I, I love it. But one thing I, it's a little special is that I kind of just stumbled upon it on my own. Like it wasn't recommended to me. It wasn't, oh, you got to watch Psych. I just, you know, turned it on. I'm like, oh, I'll check this out. And then pretty much right away, I don't remember where I, I didn't jump into the pilot. So I, you know, scattered around for a while before I watched it straight through. But loved it immediately. Just the chemistry yeah. between Dulé Hill and uh, James Roday. It's just it's some of the fun. Like it's it's network style comedy dialogue between the two of them. Like it, it belongs on like a NBC. It's up there with the other shows. But the problem, I mean, I'm almost I'm glad it was on USA because it being on USA made it last the eight seasons that it did. <laughs> Oh, so. absolutely. And, and and you wouldn't have had this cast. And I think that this cast right. makes this show. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah just the they're, they're I think they're all friends too in real life too, and they really like all love the show and still talk about it and support each other. It's it's cool to see on Twitter. But so Go ahead. Yeah, so I, I, I came about it a, a very different way. Um it was uh, one of my best friend's wives, she loved it. She recommended it. So I gave it a chance. And I was in my shitty 20s at the time. And so I was like, this isn't dark enough. Where's, <laughs> where's, the, where's the edginess? Where's, where's the parts that are going to make me think about morality? And like, <laughs> like in the middle of like the, 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 the overextension of anti-heroes. And I was like, this, this is bullshit cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> and like... It is bullshit just, cheesy though. That's what's good about it. Yeah. No, Learn and that's this. the thing. I just didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't really have that place in my heart at the time. And uh, yeah. you were too cool you know, for school. I was. So I mean, I've always I'm way too cool for school. <laughs> no, I, 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 I. My partner Claire, she loves it, and it was so. One of the things we always bonded over is having like fall asleep to it shows, and yes. so for us, a lot of it's like Futurama, especially sure. uh, Bob's yes. Burgers. Um, actually, Avatar: The Last Airbender is a good one. Shows that are <laughs> pleasant 
and 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 comical and just like you can put it on and it gives you like a good feeling when you're falling asleep. Yeah. And she said this was one of her shows and it took me I, years, but finally just this past year, um, she, she was talking about it and was like, you know what? It's one of your favorite shows. I've got to give it a try. And I think especially because it was 2020 and fucking COVID and fucking <laughs> Trump and just the world was a fucking mess and I didn't want dark things. I wanted something pleasant and nice and right. Jesus fucking Christ. This is one of the nicest shows I've ever seen in my life. And yes. I just, it got its hooks in me and I just, we we binged the entire thing as quickly as possible. And, and now I, I've watched most of it twice, but I'm on now my third watch through with you guys and God, what it, it just, Man, I wish I, I I wish more people knew how fucking good this show is and how funny this show is and the right. chemistry between the characters is just it's unbelievable. You gotta love Dulé Hill and James uh, Rodé Rodriguez, just the way they play off of each other. Dulé Hill is is the opposite of Charlie from uh, The West Wing, who was composed <laughs> and serious, and here he's like. He's still serious, but he's like very much a like almost a curmudgeon. At, he's so at, easily at, flustered at, too. Like it's absolutely. so easy to get under his skin. Absolutely. I love that. I I truly think that Dulé Hill is a comedic genius in this role. I I it's true. It's like an incredible performance, and I think that Sean Spencer does not work without Gus. Without Gus, yeah, I completely agree. Completely He's a different agree. character. He is like, and we I I noticed that like right away in this in the pilot too. Like he's totally different when they. I mean, I guess we could just. This is a good point as any to to get into it. But we we you know it, the show starts with how it starts almost every every episode from here on out. And spoilers because you're just going to see this uh, about a hundred more times. <laughs> but. Uh, with um, Henry Spencer, who we haven't talked about yet, Sean Spencer, Corbin Burnson, Corbin Burnson, who I love that he's like because every show usually has like, oh, we need like oh, there are all these no name people. We need yeah. like one celebrity, one yeah, household the, name, the name, the draw, right. exactly. Like, um, I, and, and, I, and I know he was famous from L.A. Law, but that's not what I know him from. Major I'm League, from baby, fucking Major League, yeah. <laughs> no, he was so great in Major League. He is great yeah. in Major League. He popped up a bunch, yeah, around the, the L.A. Law days. I keep like seeing him and stuff. I'm like, oh, Corbin Brinson's in this. Crazy. <laughs> um, but it starts with him and uh, young Sean Spencer. I think this is the first of like five or six young Sean yeah. Spencers that Not we see throughout the Not their best one. <laughs> no, no. And they land on one and like he's he's in things and I've seen him in other things and like Claire will pause the show and be like, that's fucking young Sean. <laughs> like The one good, they land good, on yeah. is good. Yeah. Really this is. one is uh, not their best. No. no, I think they progressively there, just get better. Yeah. There are some replacements after this first after the pilot. Yeah. Yes, yeah, there's a couple notable ones too. Um the one I just mentioned being one of them. Uh but so we start with uh Henry Spencer and uh Sean Spen young Sean Spencer at a diner and then Henry has him Sean close his eyes and tell him how many hats are in the room. Which crazy. All right, um, hold on. Before we go any further, I have immediately qualms with the show because <laughs> Sean Spencer claims that a beanie is a cap and not a hat. Right. And to me, that is absurd. I agree. I He's, agree. But he but he, he escapes he escapes scrutiny through technicality. <laughs> that brings up an interesting question. Like the difference between a cap and a hat. I mean, you call you call him a baseball cap. Do not. Right, right, but it's it's obviously a fucking hat. Yeah, right. the the definition that I saw, which is of course there's a huge hole poked in it by baseball cap, but the <laughs> the 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 definition that I saw was it has to have a hat band which provides structure mm. in order to be a hat. If it covers your fucking head, it's a hat or it's a, a rat. hat. But I yeah, call and a you, winter hat. I don't. I'm gonna go put on my winter beanie. I wouldn't say that or winter cap. You know, I, yeah. I got I got the the winter hat, the one with the, the toque for our northern listeners. A toque, yes, yes. I don't want to don't know what that anybody. is. Don't know what that is. A Maryland boy living in Texas. I have no fucking clue what a toque is. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Aren't they one of the Hobbit families? Yeah. A fool of a toque. That's the one. So okay, so so this opening scene though, and we're in the pilot, and we're gonna build what this show is gonna be about. And I have to say, 
the immediate two questions that came up in my household. First, is Corbin Burnson a zaddy? And not Henry, <laughs> but Corbin Burnson. Which I think wow. is an interesting question. Um, but the second one is nature versus nurture. Did Henry make Sean into this photographic memory super being. genius, super, super detective? Mm-hmm. Or was that something Sean had and Henry was only trying to shape help it him in the to right flesh direction? It out? Yeah, yeah. I think we can, that's a great question. And I think we can answer that and probably put to bed the nature versus nurture debate. Like yeah. everything. For all time. <laughs> For all time. We're right. going to solve it here. Yeah, just to, so uh, I, I think it's probably, I mean, like everything, combination of both. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, it had to be Sean's inherent, you know, ability to, sure. to, to hone the teaching or, I mean, it, 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 you know, it's stuck with him, but it wouldn't, he wouldn't be obviously where he is without Henry's, what seems <laughs> to be pretty relentless teachings. Yeah. At, at the end of that, at the end of that first scene, Henry does not come across like a good father or a good person. No, he's, he's, he's hard. He referred ass. To, Sean's fucking. Sean is fucking identifying everything in the room, and his dad refers to it as adequate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. I um. Awesome. I kind of look at it as like the reverse of Dexter, <laughs> where he sees <laughs> he sees that it's gonna happen one way or another. And so all he can do is try and point it in the right direction. Do it for good. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, whereas Henry really wanted him to be a cop, and that ain't going to happen here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it it does come across as as quite the the hard-ass, which, I mean, like we have a couple different character. They they lean into it a lot, because then we move into, like, the present day after this scene. And I think, uh, you know, again, I was watching this inebriated, so don't tell anybody, but I... I think we move secret into, save with us. No yes, cops allowed to listen to this, even no, though this no is a cops. show about cops. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. They can't know I'm drinking. Um, I think we move into Sean riding a motor or getting off his motorcycle. Hell if yeah! I'm, no, no, I'm cool sorry. Guy no, 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 no. We got Sean in his apartment. Yeah, we got Sean. He's in his making apartment out. In, yeah, with a in, waitress because because this is this is one of the things that changes. It, it still leaks into most of the first season, but. I think it's a major change from the pilot. I don't like Sean as a, the fucking Lothario, like right. as a rake. I don't like it. They're yeah. really trying hard at that in this episode, and it kind of it, like with the this like him hooking up with a waitress in perhaps the horniest scene of the entire <laughs> series. Yeah, I can't, remember, it's up there. I can't remember any other heavy makeout scene along those lines. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting too because I don't think that. I even like obviously I remember that that happens, but it never even like really occurred to me that they were trying to make him a Lothario because of how omnipresent his infatuation with Juliet becomes, right? And, right. and how right. much of a storyline that is through the entirety of the show. It is, but I, and and we'll get into that because we'll talk about the junior detective in this episode. But before yeah. we get into that, I. In season one, they still do this a bit less so than in this first really? episode where he's just while, trying. So, um, he's just haunt for every woman out. that he sees. Um, yeah, and it just—it's it, one of the few things in the pilot where I'm like, I'm glad they changed that. I, yeah. I don't like it. That's yeah. not—that's not the—that's not the Sean Spencer I love. They're trying to make him, and in the the rest this the reason that scene's important aside from the the obviously the, the great makeout that we all got to see is <laughs> oh him. yeah so hot so hot so it was it was great uh, we saw him watching TV the news and my favorite show and <laughs> he is uh, it's something about a robbery or something and he picks up a little. You know, he notices something. Uh, the the person that's on the on the TV talking a about nervous the, tick. a nervous fidgeting tick, fidgeting fingers, yeah. fidgeting right. fingers. It's and then he calls the police station to give him the tip, and that's pretty much where we leave that scene. To cut to and now, I believe we get to the uh, the motorcycle where he's getting off his motorcycle, which ties into one of my like I think we're hitting on this where he they paint like it's like this. I don't know, like rebel, like he's riding a motorcycle, the leather jacket, he's hooking up with a waitress. Like, I'm really, I am glad they kind of moved away from that. And we see that almost immediately when we see him with uh, Gus a little bit later on. His personality totally changes. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's very noticeable when he's, the, the, the first scene with Gus is just, you see the dynamics between these two. And it, it, it's so different than, 
the faker liar trying to sleep with every woman um taking advantage of everyone like 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 at, at, at the the um God, even well, compared to him talking to the receptionist up front is yes. very is very different right yes yeah. or, or the way that he deals with the uh the guy who's locked up and i forget what he had on his forehead uh the smash taillight stuff or no uh, yes. on his forehead yeah he had it like in his his like sh- like tucked on his shirt and he sweeps it yeah. off and it falls into his his boot but but like Sean's basically not only like whatever this this Sean is the one that's going to do anything to get ahead yeah so he's going to take advantage of that guy if he can but mm-hmm. also he'll help that guy because maybe that guy will be helpful later but then yeah. if he can turn on him and get out of things um he's really i think he's very apathetic in this first one which is definitely something that henry is is harping on for a lot of it and i i do think that they address it when sean is like you know i finally found something that i actually want to put some effort into uh this is finally the one i've kind of drifted aimlessly but um, I, I do think that that also does change a little bit in terms of just how kind of laissez-faire he is in terms of interacting with people. That's a really good point because I think that's one of the strengths of Sean and that's one of the anchors of the show is like you always know he wants to do the right thing and he's actually trying. Yeah. Right. His whole life has been kind of jazz up until this point. <laughs> where 57 different jobs since college. It's yeah, all I wrote about that. the jobs oh, yeah. he didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's great yeah i mean 57 that's it's an insane number and i think we uh we touched on this too but the the taillight stuff Mm -hmm. is how he like that's where when he gets off the motorcycle he's going to the police station to pick up what he thinks is a check (laughs) for his anonymous tip that he gave the night before when he was mid bone sesh right and i think he what with handcuffs that's right. He does yes. have handcuffs. He's not a cop, <laughs> but he does have handcuffs. That's yes. That's a yeah. That's a that's a. I don't I forgot about that. That's a little weird. But um, then he sits. Uh, they want to talk to him, I think, and then they uh, he sits next to the guy with the the taillight stuff, which he looks like I put down uh, Big Show's brother. <laughs> that's good. That's kind of what he looked like, like to me. Wow. Like smaller size, like medium show. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. but, that's what he looked like, and then Sean obviously notices the 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 taillight remnants going in. He can just they're make, they're really hammering home that he's got this you know hyperactive photographic memory. Yeah. Now, now I will. Like, one of the things that was interesting though is like in that scene, he's just seeing it. Versus later in the episode, they do the first of what will be forever as long as the show is on, where it does the highlight and the music does the like zing. Yeah. And it like it like like where he sees the evidence. Um, this time he just was like sitting there casually looking. He was, yeah. And it, 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 they, I, I think they did such a good job too in the just establishing what the show is. Just you know, you know what it's about from the first few minutes, and we get a you know a good taste of it here when we meet a lot more, a lot a lot more new characters with Lassie coming up. Lassie. Next. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry, uh, I have to interject. Not, not Juliet. Oh. I have to interject and say before we get too far from this, before we meet more new characters, that yes, Corbin Burnson is in fact Zaddy. He is Zaddy, right? Yeah, <laughs> Corbin Burnson is. We never answered that question. Yes. Yeah, that yeah, was, that was we brought like, it up. We didn't. George, actually I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you for bringing us back there because we had, and of course, yes, Corbin Burnson is. I would go as far as to say that I think Henry Spencer is as well. Uh, this first episode aside, right? You no. Know, too taskmastery here. Oh no! Later on, when he softens up, absolutely. he softens up. Absolutely, and and he starts dating again. That's yeah, right. He's, he's dating single again. and ready to mingle after we finally <laughs> move past the trauma of the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Which so, so, becomes a whole thing. With yeah. I, like that's one of my least and, favorite. Uh, and most yeah. and mostly an unresolved thing. Like right. they're together, they're kind of not together. It, it, it was such a big deal when we finally meet the mom too. <laughs> Yeah. Civil Shepherd, baby. Yeah. Civil Shepherd. That's right. Yeah, it, it becomes right, yeah, so, a, a couple episode storyline, but right. um, but yeah, sorry, no, yeah. So we'll uh, th- yes, yes. Uh, Corbin Burns and his daddy, but then we meet uh, <laughs> a, Lassie. A, 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 Lassie, mainstay character. He's in every single episode. Great, Timothy Already, Omenson, right? Yep. That's how you yep, say his last name. I believe so. Yes. I it. Hey, Timothy, if that's not how you say it, come on the show and tell us how to say it properly. <laughs> Yell at me for it. Yep. Please, I would I, love so it. So we meet him. 
we meet the uh, I can't remember his name, the young cop. Yeah, the dumb guy. The, What's his the, name? The, the, yeah, Buzz. The buffoon. <laughs> yep. Yes. Um, we meet the the woman who works the reception, who I love in this episode, and then we never see her again. Never yeah, see her R. again. R. And then we meet Not Juliet, and I want to talk about Not Juliet for a second. Not Juliet was. I, do we? What is her name? Oh, do we I have to, it here. Hold on. Don't her remember. Her name is Ann Dudick. She's Anne from. Dudick. She's on she's House from, MD. Things, she's also from Mad Men. That's right. Don't worry, listeners. We're going to know the names of the characters. <laughs> you know, she's this. This one's only she's, in one episode. But she's not, like she's not know. Juliet. And I, 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 I was thinking about it because because what happens is she's in the pilot. She's not in later. And uh, 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 Sean identifies that 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 Lassie and this junior junior detective are banging. Mm-hmm. And right. my thought was. After the pilot and after they got all the feedback, it wasn't necessarily that she did anything wrong, although I didn't find her to be particularly interesting, but it was, no, we need a love interest for Sean, and it's not going to be the lady who's sleeping with a married man. Like, we need, to, right. we need to erase that and bring in someone else. That's, that was my thought on it, having watched it now the third time. That's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, like I, I, they do that. They tend to do that in pilots, like just the recasting. I didn't think anything. I, I just didn't think anything of it. I don't know if. Yeah, I didn't. I guess I didn't do any research though, too. So I get that. Leave it where it where it is. But I like eh. the. I, she was. She was good. She was good. I don't. I mean, I I, I like Juliet a lot better. That's but, the thing. And I like the fact too that they didn't just re because pilots will do that. Will just recast someone and like never meant it's the same right, person. Same and then no, yeah, yeah, yeah same they character. At least mention this. <laughs> they at least like make it part of the story, which I thought was cool. And they did. I mean, you know, she got the bums wrapped. I don't know what. Uh, maybe she only knew she was playing one episode. I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe it, she didn't it does feel well. weird for them to set that up though to be right. like because that is a pretty big like revelation i feel like for for two main characters like and um it's i mean for something that's not about those two characters really that's going to be about sean and maybe they didn't know that it was going to be so specifically about sean at the time but like that feels like a lot of a plot for them to be like trying to navigate the workforce while also hiding the fact that they're sleeping together versus and, and Sean says it in front of Dumb Cop and the woman who works the front desk. And, yeah. like, I don't know. I mean, in the real world, that would be, like, immediate call to HR and everyone's getting, like, interviewed and someone's getting right. fired. They get, like, that's, right. Not, if, if not fired, they get shuffled around like they're a, a priest or something. Exactly. Going to they're a new transfers. diocese. <laughs> yeah. Which is exactly what happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do like her. I think that she is good. I, I mean, we can talk about this more on the, on the next episode, but I do think that it's really funny that the scene to introduce Juliet, they're just like, uh, shove it in before the, the cold open. <laughs> like, yeah, just put yeah, it in there. Yeah. Um, Rip that but, band-aid right off. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I do think that Anne Dudek is good in this. I unfortunately do agree. Not unfortunately. Juliet is a great character. And right. I think that what – they're bringing to the to the table with that character is is better than what we were getting with this character, and so absolutely, absolutely, that's agree. them's the breaks, unfortunately. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, you're yeah. That's just how the how the cookie the psych cookie crumbles <laughs> sometimes. So true, so true. But we we it does get him out of the Sean get uh, the the fact that those two are um, you know banging right. so, so to speak gets him out of the jam because they're sure. about to book him and arrest him. He's able to prove his gift. He claims he's a psychic to the cops, to Lassie, and, uh, you know, is able to, you know, he was, so he saw Buzz, you know, practicing his dance steps a little bit ago, was able to, you know, he figured out he's having a wedding. He was able to communicate, so to speak, with the, the, the woman at the front desk, her, her deceased grandmother, I think. Yep, right. so, and her dog. And her dog. And then he knew that Lassie and uh, Ann Dudick. We're banging. So, like, they convinced everybody. He called everybody out in the room that was there and was able to convince that he is indeed psychic. Lassie's not buying it, though, which I love that Lassie never changes. Lassie's not buying it, but you know who is? Chief. Yeah. The chief. Chief is fully pregnant and so fucking good. I love her so much. She's so great on this show. Kirsten Nelson, right? That's who uh, who plays the chief? 
She's great. Kirsten Nelson, yeah. What a badass uh, way to enter a series. Acting, acting chief. <laughs> then you <laughs> tell her that. Uh, inter- interim chief. Interim, interim chief, chief yeah. yeah. Which lasts for a very long time, by the way. She doesn't yeah. become full chief for quite a while. But no, she's she and she's just like stern and mm-hmm. clever and wink and nod with him a little bit. And yeah. like immediately you don't know if she even knows if he's faking it or not. Yeah. Um, She's so great. She's she, great. And she's. She's like, all right, hey, I need your help. We've she got more, she respects the results. She wants results more than like, yeah, it, it's a, you're right. Like it's almost By any like means. Healthcare. Exactly. Like if you just are a really good detective, which is what it is, you know, just figure out what the, then she gives him the, the, the case, the, um, the kidnapping case, the his first big case yeah. for the, uh, for the police, which is re- really exciting for him. He kind of doesn't know what to do. It seems like he bit off more than he can chew, which Seems like it's a common thing for someone that's had 57 <laughs> jobs. Yeah, definitely. And, of course, you have Lassie being like, ah, he's trivializing police work. <laughs> right. He's super old school. Ne- yeah. He never changes. I love you him. You know, Lassie, do your fucking job, man. That's right. right. If Lassie wasn't entirely incompetent, yeah, maybe Sean- <laughs> we wouldn't be here. <laughs> would have Sean figured this out in, like, a day or two? Like, yeah, it's like, come on. But then we get to Gus. So he gets the case. He's, you know, and then he needs, he obviously he can't do this by himself. So he goes to his best friend in the whole world, lifelong friend, Gus. Hell yeah. We, we meet Gus. Martin Guster. And now the show we'll, really takes off. And we will see more of Gus in every single flashback. It's really, it's one of the delights of the show is that they have been lifelong friends. And it, it, it it's reflected in the way that, that Dulé Hill and James uh, Rodé Rodriguez um interact with each other like they they play it very well but yes his lifelong friend gus who he's like no you know that that dream we had when we were kids now i'm gonna make it a reality hell yeah and we got a lot of background of sean uh you know like uh, what gus's view of him he's you know gus is obviously the responsible one and we also see too sean carrying a motorcycle helmet into gus's office i <laughs> think like they're just like the writers are like don't forget he rides a motorcycle he's there were, there, I wearing think there was a leather one, jacket he's cool i think there was one motorcycle scene in the entire episode but yes they keep hammering home that he rides a motorcycle yes yeah <laughs> one of the jokes later like in later seasons they, they're like you have a motorcycle i never see you ride it <laughs> um one thing that i really love about gus in particular and i feel like as this show continues a lot of this will just be me gushing about how great Dulé hill is but also the writing about him because it's i think really important the way that they introduce him playing the video games does a great job of establishing him as the straight man for James Rodé Rodriguez, who yes. says no, but someone who is still goofing off and someone Absolutely. who knows how to have a good time and cut loose and kind of say, you know, fuck the man. Boss yeah, makes a clearly- dollar, I make a dime. That's why I play Galaga on company time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, that's, and it's true, though. Like, like it's, it's clear, and that's something that, like, he recognizes that's what he should do. And, and like, that's how he makes a career, but he is always ready to just run off and play detective with 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 uh with sean so like you're absolutely right it does establish that right away that he's a little bit kind of like i don't know i just followed this path to something i don't like but he's still a kid at heart to do yeah right yeah and and that lifelong friendship does make him kind of willing to go along for the ride wherever it takes them in in a way that you know if it's someone if, if he, like, just, like, walked into the police station and he met someone who just really, really believed that he was psychic and started really being, like, his cheerleader, that level of um, solidarity and brotherhood just would not be there the same way that having someone who knows that he has this ability, right. knows that he kind of uses it for his own gain, and sort of has has his number the whole way through. Absolutely. I think it's a little, it, it, yes. And I love that dynamic that they have too. I think it's a little bit though, too, where like, and we kind of see this through peppered throughout the show where Sean is able to convince Gus to do anything. Yeah. Like he just kind of sells him on the idea. A lot of the time I one of my favorite, we're skipping head quite a bit was when he convinces him that there's like a, a barbecue place built into the side of a cave <laughs> and like, drags him out to the forest. He's, like he's like jokes on you for believing this man like he is able to do this throughout the show where he's convinces him to do it which adds to that kind of 
dynamic. And the line, the the balance Gus reaches really, really well to your point, to both of your points. Like he is the straight man, but he's also kind of like the, you know, the goofy sidekick too, in a way where he has yeah. like, like, you know, like a lot of quirks about him and whatnot, but he nails them every single time. It doesn't, it's not a dynamic or, or a shtick that gets old, so to speak. And that's, and I think, I think they did a, a good job of establishing that it's an actual friendship. This is not a power dynamic. This is not. Right. Because, because Dulé Hill, it, so Gus is right about a lot of things mm-hmm. all the freaking time. And the super it, sniffer. He, yeah. He the brings, uh, he brings up a lot of so clues. Fucking good. But, but it also like, I, I think that our entry point as the viewers is not, it's not Lassie and it's not even Juliet when she comes in. It's not, it's not the chief. It's not dad. Gus is our entry point where we also know that he's lying, but we're also convinced to believe in him because he, he gets it right. And because oh, he does so the right, right thing. You're so and right. I think that's the journey that Gus is on the whole entire time. Yes, totally. You've hit the nail on the head. I, you, because he knows, <laughs> but he's also sure that he's going to do the right thing. He's willing to go along with it the same way that we are. And it doesn't matter that Sean is a flim-flam man as long as his heart is in the right place. And he knows they're they're friends, and Sean would never really put him in danger, so to speak. So, yeah, like... (laughs) We'll see. You know, that's, te- that's tested quite a bit, but I think that's what I don't Gus, know, that, that's what Gus thinks. Yeah, <laughs> that dog had that dog had blood on his whiskers, though. That's true. There is some. Uh, yeah, and then we get to sausages. <laughs> <laughs> so they get to you know Sean. They 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 start investigating this case, and you know it leads them to a couple different uh, first to the house. So it's a kidnapping case, and uh, a rich family their son is reported kidnapped. So they go to the house to investigate. Sean meets the family and also the the daughter slash brother of the kidnappee um, who is, who he's, he's like, you know, checking out the the family pictures. He notices the girl. Um, is that like where kind of... the pineapple is? I didn't look it up, but it looked like no, the, no, there no, was no, a no. And I, I don't want to, we're going to, we're oh. going to get to at the end of the episode. No, okay. let's not discuss the pineapple. Okay. And at the end of the episode, let's see who found the pineapple in the episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, I like I, this as an ongoing, I like this as an ongoing bit that right. we're a segment. Let's see who, who Spot saw the pineapple. pineapple. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit, uh, ob- I feel like it's obvious in this one, but it's way, I think there might've been two spoilers. There was another, is there two? Yeah. It looked like there's one me. that's really obvious. I remember right. that. Right, right. Um, I could also just be wrong because, I, <laughs> like I said, didn't look it up. That's a possibility. <laughs> so this was the first time. This was the first time I've watched the show looking for the pineapple, yeah. and I only saw one. Okay, I think well, I remember, I'll mention I it when one, I'll mention it when we get to that segment. I can't. Oh yes, well, that's a little tease. <laughs> but, we've, got a bit. Um, we've got a bit, guys. We've got a bit. Okay, this is how we build it out. <laughs> So they're investigating the case. Sean meets the uh, the the daughter of this family where the son is kidnapped, and he kind of hits it off with her, so to speak, in a way where he is attracted to her. She doesn't really seem into it. Um, she she flirts him, back a little bit. She does, and she does make it known that she's not really in a serious relationship. But it kind of speaks to your point, JP, of like Sean is like this playboy style where he's like trying to hook up with all yeah. the, like every girl he sees and. It doesn't really work for him, but we do see it again here. And, you know, they ask some questions. They, they poke around a little bit. They, they, they frustrate Lassie when he's there because, you know, Lassie doesn't know why they're there. Right. But they get some clues, and then Always they're able fun. to uh, they, they, they move on. So to speak. I can't remember what they exactly pick up. I remember it's being a lot of interactions with that daughter. Uh, what's her name? Katarina? Yeah. Yes, Katarina. Katarina. What? But the other thing that I hadn't noticed until I watched it this time is he's doing that examination of all the pictures. And to Gus and to us as the audience, it's like, Jesus Christ, dude, we get it. You think she's hot. Yeah. But he notices a bunch of things that actually help him solve it. And that's what I didn't get, too. Like, it was like he he notices the cabin. He notices the kayaks. He notices the dog. Like, these are – he actually picked up on a bunch of shit there, but – and this is the fun of the show. It's very much like a um, uh, 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 Agatha Christie thing where, like, the detective is finding it, but they're not spoon-feeding it to us, the audience. It's going to come up later. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really what's going on in that scene. Yeah. I also love when he's describing 
the boyfriend to the sketch artist, like from that picture. Oh, that's, the picture that's looking the at. Yeah, make him look more to the left. Such a perfect no, no. replica he's of not, the picture. He's he not the, the kidnapper. Th- he he's just a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny that they no one picked up on that as he's drew because that sketch was pretty intricate. You know, yeah. like and it's like, you know he's just going along. No one notices. Gus that sneaks before. over, slams it down. Yeah, so the, the, the that's the the do we I don't know if we meet oh we do see that boyfriend later but I don't think he has any lines. Nah. But then um, now this is where it's, it's interesting and really funny too, and you guys are going to get a real big kick out of this. But this is where my notes <laughs> kind of um, trail off, so to speak, after they leave this house. I know what happens in the episode, and I remember right. the end of it. But as far as detailing the, the the scenes, I mean, I don't know. I'm reading here and. IMDb has a little section of the the plot summary. Let me see if screw, I can. Read you know this. what? Screw IMDb. You can't. No, trust it that. says here. I, it's actually pretty informative. Let me um, let me see here. Um, well, he goes back summary. to the cops, right? Because I I wrote lo- down that his little uh, shooting the same spots trick is pretty nifty. Okay, that that was cool. <laughs> that was cool. So so that's so that's the thing though, and like it's this. Sh- enjoying this show isn't necessarily about the beat by beats of the procedural it's about the individual scenes and the individual scenes that fucking rule in this show are for instance in this episode sean going to the shooting range with junior detective uh and dudek did i get that right dudek Dudek. is that her character name or is that her the actor no that's her real name um and and nice. and he, he she shoots and then he shoots and she's like oh you missed and he's like did I and then he shot oh, that's every a shame. single yeah. I mean look that was cool as shit yeah hell um, yeah guys I have the official the other- IMDb synopsis here so we can you know really don't no one has to worry about right. what's happening so here we oh, go oh see I it looks I wasn't worried <laughs> it looks like we don't have a synopsis for this title yet be the first to contribute. <laughs> Just click the edit page button at the bottom of the page or learn more in the synopsis submission guide. Oh, that was my favorite part. Oh, the synopsis submission guide? Like, yeah. Oh, my God. I, it's what a beautiful conclusion. It was I, this I, is, tears. This tears. is what I loved about the episode, though. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It, there's beats and beats and beats. And ultimately, Sean is able to solve the kidnapping because not just Sean but also Gus. Right. If yeah. it wasn't for Gus identifying that the uh, the father who ends up being the kidnapper murderer, or I'm sorry, the murderer, not the kidnapper. Um, yes. And who cares what that fucking resolution was? The cool thing was Gus went to the bathroom to throw up because he felt sick, and then he noticed this fucking medicine, which only fucking Gus would notice because he works in pharmaceuticals. And of course and he then- fucking snoops. Like, he's, you know from his character that he's a snooper. <laughs> Absolutely, and they fucking solved the crime together yeah, and i think right. that's like talking about the pilot that's what's so great about this fucking pilot is there's no form of it in which sean can do this on his own and right. as the show goes yeah. on more and more people become absolutely imperative to him solving these things yeah i think you know again kind of leaning on that his relationships are already so well defined in this pilot episode the fact that he has to keep going back to henry and using him as a sounding board yes. to talk talk things through himself. The fact that Henry does not spoon feed it to him either. Right. Um, that he kind of makes Sean put in the work, um, which obviously, as we've seen from back in the past, is his whole thing, is that you have to put in the effort. Um, and that's so well established in this. He comes back to this. But we also do get a little glimpse into that like fatherly affection where the whole time, like you said, we're like, this guy fucking sucks. Basically. (laughs) Like he seems like a real shit dad, but we do see that despite the fact that Sean didn't even know he was back in town, which was another interesting scene um, when he gets pulled over, but, and, and and speaks to speaks very highly to the nature of that relationship going forward, which again is why this is such a good pilot. Yeah, exactly. They build that conflict in. They hit it hard. Yeah. The, 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 the Sean and uh, Henry's relationship, because he does, he turns to him a lot throughout, like just for, you know, picking his brain, so to speak. And it, it, it's always kind of the same dynamic where, you know, they, and they kind of meet in the middle as the show goes on where yeah. Sean, they don't really respect, not respect, but they don't, they don't adhere to the other's process yeah. all the time. And they kind of meet in the middle and seeing it the same way. I, you're also so happy when he does cover for him. 
at right. the end. So fucking excited. Yeah. yeah. And then and then when Sean looks in the pickup and his dad has the psychic figures out like the newspaper headline. Yeah. And, you legitimately are like, okay, yeah. no. There's there, something the, there. There's room dad, for this dad to build. Dad is proud of him. Dad loves him. He just doesn't understand him. And, right. and Sean actually looks really excited that his dad actually was interested. Fertile yeah. ground for a relationship to develop. It's great, <laughs> I don't see, I don't great see that script happening. writing. <laughs> I don't see that happening. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was great. It was a it was a nice moment, and the show is full, chock full of these. JP, to your point earlier, it's just one of the nicest shows that yeah. is out there, and to to be able to consume, you just you love it. You love to watch it, and Henry does. You know, he starts off as the huge hard ass, but he's going to come through for his son and cover his back. You know, it's just that that's who he is, and that's where. I mean, it, really, the the episode ends with um, Henry kind of covering Sean and vouching for him as a as a psychic or whatnot. He, Sean goes into uh, Vic's off Karen Vic's office, interim acting interim chief, chief. Interim, interim interim acting chief, chief. and <laughs> you know he's able to he get, he gets another you know he leaves the police station he doesn't know where it's going to go and then he he gets another case out of the deal. It's uh I don't know it's something that will come up later, but. You know, he's got he's got work now. He's got a little little side job that he seems to not only be really good at, but have a good support system to to help him. Minus Lassie, who still doesn't buy it. Right. We leave with him giving him a little remark too, which I love. I love the we're talking about all these uh, the Sean and Gus, but Sean and Lassie is yeah. I just I love oh. them going back and forth. The, the way that they make fun of him so is just great. so good. Yeah, yep. it's so good. And yeah, even. Even how hard he pushes back, like when at the restaurant, when he's like, I'm going to get the chicken after Sean, like, uh, saw the chef having a cold or whatever, and he orders the chicken enchilada with extra chicken or chicken quesadilla or whatever for lunch. That scene was so good, and it's it was also so, so great for building Sean as, as like, no, 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 this is what he fucking does. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's so casual from the hip for Sean, and it yep. so establishes Lassie as obstinate and truly petty. Like he's, he's going in the opposite direction. He orders extra You're so chicken. Right. You're so right. Yeah. He's just so, he's so stubborn. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And then he, but he didn't get psyched out. Cause he watches him. Like yeah. he watches the, he's like, he's got the biggest hay fever I have ever seen. And then they just show the, the cook just, you know, sneezing up a storm. Yeah. Oh, it was so disgusting. Yeah. And he's holding, he's holding a raw piece of chicken, right. like a fork. Oh God, I hate it. Oh, and so, so there you go. You know, when it comes down to it, Lassie is willing to bend. Yeah. He does see it. When, and he just, when push comes it, to it, shove, he makes the right it, choice. He does. And he just, he bends. He just doesn't <laughs> bend as nicely as, right. as others where they're like more open. He's just angry about that. He's right all the time. It's, it's no, funny. but the, it's also it's it's a good point because Lassie's not the villain, right? And they establish it in that scene that like when push comes to shove, Lassie will do the right thing. Yeah, even though he's a fucking stubborn jerk about it. Yeah, they That's all right. work together really well. Lassie never like he's never you know is trying to like stop Sean or anything like right. that. Right, his all... real goal is justice. Exactly, and uh, stop proving Sean the fool is. Uh, and that's yes, and proving Sean is a fucking liar. That's right. just a that that's a, yeah, it's a big bonus. Um, right. All right, all right. So, boys, let me ask you a question, and yes. I feel like this is something maybe we make a segment out of, as I earlier said. Oh, yes. Um, the there's an there's a pineapple in almost every episode. Right? Is it almost? I thought it was every. It's not every episode. I, I, I based on what I just saw on the Wikipedia, oh. and I didn't want to look too far because I don't want spoilers. I am asking you guys not to spoil it too. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be our game. Okay. Did you see a pineapple in this episode? First, yes or no? Yes. George? Yes. yes. Oh, sorry. Maybe two. Okay. Riggs? <laughs> yes, I did see a pineapple. Okay, one. there was, a, and I checked, there was only one. There's wow. only one in this episode. Okay. Well, then, Thank yes. you for bringing right. that up. We know where George, it is. Where did, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. George, where did you see the pineapple? Uh, he says, should I, like, take cut up this pineapple for the road? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> should I slice this up for the road? Yeah. It was, that was our first pineapple. There it is. Love it's a big moment. It's Love a big moment. It, it, it just kind of like the pine. I don't know if pineapple is like special to Santa Barbara or anything, but I just love that they made that like a thing. Oh, I think I love a running I joke. I think like that. I read that they just like had a pineapple on set, and James Rodé Rodriguez was like constantly eating on set, and like would just walk on 
with food. And he would like incorporate it into the scenes. That's pretty great. And this time I he happened to walk on with a pineapple. That. And so he was like, should I slice this up for the road? If I'm wrong, please don't yell at me, people. I'm very sensitive. You know what? It's don't, canon now. It's canon. No one yell at us, except if you're <laughs> Timothy Omunson and I pronounced your name yeah. wrong. Then we told you you could yell at us. You get we special, told you to. Special well, distancing. Timothy, I love you in Gallivant, so please come on our show and talk about Gallivant and yeah. also Psych. I'll just yell at yell at me too. <laughs> Reeves, you got a bit of a thing for getting yeah, yelled at. Like yell at me. I know. It. I'm trying to establish that early on. I'm trying to make that part of my thing. Um, is it working? But yes, what were, that was, I think that was it. That's where the episode ends. I don't want to get like you know we're we're, we're the blue logo other... sucks. Let's all just admit it right now. Say the it green again. Is so much better. The blue logo. That they have up at the very end. Oh when, yeah, uh, on green, his window is terrible. The green is way yep. better. Way better. Yep. Uh, the green became like that. Green became such a like uh, like that. That was the show's color to yeah. me. Like then the same what? with the pineapple being the symbol of the show. That's so. So the, the three things they they change from the pilot that I'm absolutely happy about. I I I, I had no problem with Anne Dudek, uh, but <laughs> I want Juliet. Bring in Juliet, Bring even Juliet. though she ends up. Breaking James Rode Rodriguez's heart. We'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> the sign, I'll give you that. I think that falls in line with the the sets. Like, these aren't the sets we know. These were, like, filmed on location, and then they later built sets to film this show. Right. Um, so, like, nothing looked exactly the way that I'm used to uh, having seen the show. And the third one is, yeah, let's just back off on Sean being a womanizer. Yeah. He's, he's a big sweetheart. Totally. Yeah, he was kind of being pretty, uh, like, sexist, too, in that one interview. Because he kept, like, you know, talking. Like, when he was uh, being interrogated with Lassie and Ann Dudick. Um, I think it's funny we just keep saying her full name. Like, and we, she's only in one <laughs> no episode. One remembers her we also name. could have looked up her character name. No. <laughs> nope, it's so much better this way. No, it's Ann great. That's how she'll forever be known. <laughs> but he kept saying like you know like oh i was trying to impress a girl and then looked at it, and it was just kind of like it, i mean it's i don't know it, it wasn't it, it was it was a little weird because he kept yeah. making like comments about women and then looking at her like trying to like win her over so to speak like she's going to be the softy in the in the tandem you know yeah. but, the, the one that the one that bothered me was when he's like okay we're gonna we're gonna get the cops and we're gonna ride over here with them and uh okay let me ride next to the junior detective in the back seat and mm-hmm. it was like you're yeah. being, you're being weird. indiscriminate and creepy, dude. Creepy, yeah, it's yeah. a little creepy. And I'm really, I, they, they, they move away from that. So don't get turned. If this is is your first time watching the show with us, welcome. And I don't get turned off by that because it's, you know, they move forward from that. Do we want to so say our favorite moments from the episode to counteract yeah. these moments that we didn't yes. like? Yes, that's talk, a good okay, idea. Favorite moment of the episode. That's how we should close every episode now. And you're really here watching us work this out in real time, which is just. <laughs> Great, that's right. but yes, that's a good idea. You want who? Right. Wants, JP, George, you go. your idea. You go first. Oh right, man, go. it was my idea. I feel like I should. You gotta get, <laughs> have to go first now. I gotta, I gotta I'll go first. Mine. <laughs> I'll go first. My favorite um, moment of the episode. Oh god, I should have thought of a moment. I should have thought of a moment before I volunteered to go first. Here we go. <laughs> my favorite moment of the episode is probably when Sean reveals himself to be psychic within uh with lassie and and, and all that because i think is and really th- it's it, it, it is um in the in the rest of the episode too but his kind of like physical comedy kind of comes to light there um I, I just i think it's a really good reveal and i yeah. think it's just a really they and that happens within the first few minutes i think they really did a great job of telling the viewers what this show is like what yeah. you're going to expect that reveal is great. Uh, Lassie's reaction to it is is, is great and kind of sets the tone for their relationship. So that that scene was probably my favorite. I'd say. All right. Cool. All right. I thought of one, so I'll jump in here. Um, I was tempted to say the introduction of Gus because I do think that it's really spectacular and really an encapsulation of the it show. It really. You're absolutely right about that. But I'm gonna say that my favorite moment is like the final wrap up monologue from the villain. Where it is finally like, yes, he did it. It's a real triumphant moment. And it it's for like for the pilot, it's a real feel good, like I'm in good hands with this show. It's a very satisfying ending to yeah. like have it like laid out in front of you. 
And, you know, going back through and see, like, knowing how it winds up and seeing all the clues and everything, having it all just kind of lead to this point where everything, I think, wraps up pretty damn nicely um, with this huge over-the-top, very characteristic of the show in its own right speech from the bad guy. Um, I just thought it was really great. That it was, it was a very like Scooby Doo moment yeah. in a good way. Like it just like he got him to confess. It was right. so great. It was. It was, right. it was satisfying. All right, my favorite, my favorite moment of the episode. Hit us. They walk into the cabin. They're called in by the cops. <laughs> Gus sees a body, mm. and then they just do a shot. They do it. They do a far back shot, and you see Gus run out screaming <laughs> and then they play it for 10 full seconds of just like he's gone he's no longer in the scene but you still he hear him screaming and running away it, not only not only because that's something we're gonna see a lot of as we watch the show but also because it's just so good even if it was the yeah. only time it ever happened it's so fucking good Dulé hill is great they framed the shot great it was such a great moment that was great and yeah it does it, it, it we see it's it's a great way to establish Gus too, and another one of his little little quirks that we all know Hell and yeah. love. Hell yeah! It was, so that's that's. I think that about does it for. We heard about Pluto the pilot episode. Oh, by the way, the uh, case was solved. The father brutally murders his son and the son's friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that is classic how, tale as yeah. old as time. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. Psych detective agency is open for business. <laughs> I think we should end every episode by just like re- quickly recapping a few <laughs> seconds, like what actually happened in the show. <laughs> uh, but yes, that'll do it. We'll tune. Like we're going to be doing this every week. We're going to be rewatching. So watch along with us. Ask us questions. You know, send us your questions. Tweet at us. You all know us on. Should we plug our Twitters real quick? Yeah, yeah plug your Twitters. Twitter. Okay, um, am I at re at Regs eight one five? I'm Little Horror PHL on Twitter. That's mostly where you can find me. George, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have another. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, if you're coming to this for Psych, you might not know that I have another podcast called The Best Little Horror House in Philly. Um, that's why it's Little Horror PHL on Twitter, um, where we talk about the best horror movie ever made, according to our guest, at least. And uh, so, for the duration of the show, I agree with them that it's the best horror movie ever made. And we talk about their relationship to horror and the movie and what it means to them. And basically, we just have a really nice time talking about a thing that we like, just like this show. It's a kick-ass podcast. Everyone should listen, especially if you like horror movies, but especially if you don't, because then it'll get you into them. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah, honestly, a, it is that a good, is a good uh, call. It, it is that a good is way a to good test call. the water. <laughs> Plus, we have plenty of your comedy favorites, like Tim Kalpakis and Neil Campbell and, and Jeff Dutton and, uh, you know, all kinds of great people. Two-thirds of the Sloppy Boys. And Mookie Blakelock, Lil Mookie B has been on the dang show. You got Mookie on the goddamn show? Yeah, we got show? Mookie Damn. on the goddamn show. We Jesus talked about Christ. wreck. Everyone Come needs on. to listen to this goddamn podcast. Listen yeah. to the show. <laughs> How are you getting these ins, man? You got it. I'm a psychic. Psychic detective. That's it. Damn, I believe you. All right, I, yeah, I, I can tell you, based on my podcast, I I do not have any psychic abilities. <laughs> well, tell us about your show. Um. Well, you can follow me on Twitter and on Twitch at at JP underscore Pumpkininny. Um, and I do a cooking show on Twitch, but I also am co-host of the podcast Friendsmen, where we are doing a episode by episode recap of uh, the show, the Friends Show, uh, with my buddy Nate Kylie, and uh, who is who is the the uh, researcher for how did this get made? Um, it's it's kind of a similar vibe. We just we're loving on a show, and we're talking about kind of the, the broader context of what the show means. So check that out. But otherwise. Listen to George's fucking podcast. That sounds way better. No, listen to listen to both George's and JP's podcast. They're both much more established than this one, and they're going to bring a lot of <laughs> you know their own flavor to this podcast too. So you're going to like both of them. I have I don't I have a little stream that I've been doing Happy Hour with the Regs every uh, Wednesday, and then I have another podcast in the work with one of my buddy called Jargon Boys that it's going to be coming out. So just look out for that. Um. But yeah, I think that's about it, right? Anything awesome. that? Do we awesome. have a sign off? I don't know. Hey, we, we heard about Pluto. We heard about Pluto. It's gonna be you know that's right. <laughs>
I had a oh, really bad it. time. Yeah, I, this is awesome. Psych. Oh no, he got us. He fucking catch got us, us next week. Bye.